your skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. Yeah, I mean, I like, I woke up intermittently, like, I let the dogs out, and I came back to bed, and like, I let the dogs out. What time did you go to sleep? It's seven o'clock in the morning. So, so I, I leave with all my shit. Hold on, what's your name on me? Captain Death. Captain. You just oh, call me Death. Death. What was the you other? What was that name that I had? I don't it was, uh... He just called me Death Man and shit. No, it was a good one. It was, uh, I don't remember exactly, but... Alright, go ahead. <laughs> you just uh, called it'll, me it'll Death come, Man. It'll come to me. It'll come You're like, come Death on. Man. I, I don't know. Okay, so, I I leave, and I'm like... I am I have my windows down. I'm smoking a, a cigarette. You're smoking your mat, natural Very spirits. Good. So, I'm, I'm smoking my cigarettes, and I have music... Natural I've, spirits. <laughs> I have music blaring... It's like my punk shit, and my windows are down, and, like, two girls are sitting outside, like, a coffee shop, and they start, like, like, raising their hands and, like, getting my attention, but, like, I can't, like, hear them, because the music is so loud, because my music is always so loud, and the light turned green, and I had nothing else I could do but, like, smile and drive away, but, like, that was still, like, a good way to, like, <laughs> start my day. Yeah, definitely. Especially at 2 p.m. Yeah, so yeah. I head back, and I have to pick up whiskey from the local wine and spirits mm. for the party tomorrow, because uh, it's Halloween tomorrow. We're partying tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This episode is way after the Halloween special, so, like, it's it's going to sound weird. But, but really, it's Halloween. But really, is... we, yeah, it's Halloween, it's like, as the time of recording. And so I'm standing in line... With this whiskey bottle. At the Wine and Spirits. And I wrote this whole thing because it just blew my fucking mind. And I'm standing there. And I turn around just in time to see this old man with a cane fucking fall right on top of his bottle. And it slices through his fucking hand from his in between the pinky and ring all the way down his wrist. So he fell on the bottle. The bottle broke. broke, Shattered and cut his entire hand. And cut through his hand. Oh my goodness. And no one does anything. What? I lost my fucking mind. I already had the guy's glasses in my hands, his cane. I was helping him up. And I'm like, paper towels, dishcloths. Like, Were the, girl, the girl is like stammering, trying to call 911 for an ambulance. And the security guy is like pacing behind me. But I'm the only one helping this guy the up. The security and guy. And there is blood everywhere. And I'm getting it on me. And he's like holding on to me and shit. Oh my God. And from the back room comes this dude with, like, everything I need. He puts, like, the hand, he, he like, holds the hand up, and I'm, like, tying the wrist, and I'm wrapping the hand, and we put it, like, in a box so that it stops, like, getting blood all over the floor. But there's blood fucking everywhere. So we, we sit this guy down, they get his name, they get my name, because apparently I'm a witness, and I have, like, his blood all over me, and I'm the only one fucking, like, holding on to his hand, like, putting pressure. You and, told like, the cops that your name was shit. Deathshire. Yes, I did. Okay. And, and the only other person helping me is this, like, storeroom guy, same, same age did as me, probably. Did he have long probably. hair? No, real oh, short hair. man. And he's just like, I, I, you know, you see something like this happen, and everyone just stands around, and I was like, yeah, I fucking know, like... Why and and it just made me so mad. I was just like, how can you just watch watch that? Just shit? Watch that Apparently, happen. the dude was like fifty five. He had like That's some young. kind of thing, and he just he just fucking ate shit on this bottle. 
and uh, waited with him till the ambulance and everything. And then I went back up to check out with my whiskey in my hand. And the chick's like, the ca- the same cashier was just like, uh, do you want to wash your hands before you go? And I looked down and both my hands are fucking covered in blood. Oh That's dried and coagulated on my skin. It's fine. And I'm just like thinking to myself like, fuck. fuck. And someone behind me is like, happy Halloween. And I'm like, someone could have just died. And you fucking stood there. Yeah. So right. anyway. Uh, good so for I, you. Yeah. Pissed me the fuck off. That's the, but, that's um, a knee slap. <laughs> yeah. So I went and picked up the rest of my drink shit. I do specialty shots. Do you know for what, my what, what kind of drink he was drinking? Because that might. It was like an old antique bottle. It was a clear liqueur. Oh. Um, it could have been like a pricey fucking vodka for all I know. Oh, well, I hope he. Or, uh... or gin. Part of me thought it might have been gin, but it was a big fucking Well, vodka, I hope dude. WNS whole... gives him a bottle of it on the house. I hope they do, actually. That's I, That was one of the thoughts I had when I was leaving. I was just like, you know, my my whiskey wasn't free, but I hope that dude gets a free fucking bottle yeah, of whiskey. Right? But yeah, that blew my fucking mind. I stared into the void for like a second. I was well, like, you could have watched somebody die. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah, it could have been really nuts. I'm glad that, like, from what I know, they said he's going to be fine. But I the, don't know if they'd tell every civilian that. The first not. time that I saw a dead person. Yeah. He crashed into our car because he had a heart attack while driving. Fuck. I was like maybe 12. It was my (laughs) sister's ex-boyfriend driving and then my sister, but not my sister that was dating the guy in the car, my other sister. So it was like my other sister and my other sister's boyfriend driving. But this guy ran a red light and crashed right into us. But, you know, unfortunately he had died. Holy fuck. But then the cops, you know, they called, they called, uh... The 16, driver 16 and asked if they wanted to, to, if he wanted to sue the family of the driver. What the fuck? Could you imagine that? Fucking Could no. you imagine no. suing the what family the of of a man that That's he had? Like it up. wasn't just like he was drunk and smash. It yeah. was like the fucking other. Fucking a man! Did you just died? Like yeah, let's sue the dead person's family. That sounds right. Yeah, dude. Uh, a dude died. I worked at a movie theater. A dude collapsed in the one lobby one uh, one afternoon. Was he just fucking dead. I mean, that's the funny thing. I was like, I don't even know. Oh, no, <coughs> man. It was that before could... a movie, not after a movie. Oh, okay. All right. A lot of people thought he slipped, but she, the wife said, like, he, he, like, dragged her down. And, like, he fell of his own volition. And I remember, like, so many of my coworkers were, like, freaking the fuck out. And I was just like... Yo, we're watching death happen right now. It's a magical experience, everyone. And um, that's, you know, so that's why I had to start with this story because yesterday I planned out what we're doing today. And the fact that, like, I saw this shit happen today is kind of fucking crazy. Life happens. Because we're doing, since it's 66, we're doing devil stories. Oh, whoa. We're doing making deals with the devil. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think I have... One one long story with something short to start with, right. but it's just like death, like making deals to get out of death. Like I hope that guy didn't say, you know, I'd trade anything for this bottle of vodka, and then fucking fell. Oh on me it. either, <laughs> man. Or maybe Cross he said that demons. like twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, uh, anyway, <laughs> I just found out about this. I didn't know that uh, Captain Death here had this in line. So this is. I didn't know this was the 66th episode. I actually woke up at 3.33 this morning. That's fucking epic. But I'm not going to say what happened at 3.33 this morning. Now you have to. I'm sorry, I breathed out. I was holding this, but I just fucking Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's one of those things that it's like, so it's... Oh. 
What? What are you pointing at? Get what? Well, you can cut around this. You can get a, the grinder and pack yourself a bowl. Because I didn't what pass it to her. I feel bad. I didn't pass it to her. I smoked. She, you smoked that. She had a hit. She had a hit after. But me. I'm pretty sure it was. It's like you, her, me. Yeah, so it is. Oh, alright. My bad. We can go on. Okay. Oh, but yeah, uh, 66 with Space Cowboy. This is lots of pasta. I hope everyone is feeling... Lots of pasta. Nice, <laughs> nice and fine today. Uh, Space Cowboy, how, how are you doing today? Ooh, good. Spicy. Spicy. Um, <laughs> I actually did have creamy ghost sauce tonight. Uh, ghost pepper sauce. It was good. I, like I had it on eggs sauce. yesterday. Ghost sauce. <laughs> you know, it's Halloween tomorrow and you're just Ectoplasms. Eating, you're eating... Uh, Ghost jism. <laughs> ghost sauce. Yeah, I mean, really, that's, uh, it's, that's the, the thick of <laughs> that's it. A, that's how you celebrate that's, Halloween, folks. That's how you get um, down. So, we're uh, we're here. We're going to tell some devil stories. Is there anything you want to preface this with? Like, any ideas, anything come to mind huh. when I say devil? Any of occult information? So, every time I hear devil, like, I think of, really, I think of Lucifer, which... I think was a, a fallen angel yes. in the story and really essentially is basically, he's really not such a bad guy. No, I've actually brought this up in a different episode. He's kind of like an anti-hero in a comic book. He could turn into animals. He he wants to liberate people he who are brainwashed. He talks to people. He, he gives science to civilizations. Like, yes. If like the Doctor Doom of the Bible. Uh, uh, way, way more. He's like the apocalypse of the... But like the <laughs> anti-apocalypse. Like, honestly, if if you believe the stories and you believe the hype of the Lucifer, then you, you gotta... You got to give the guy credit. Uh, some people say he's he's Hermes, you know? Yeah. Mercury. He's, he's really... Uh, eh. What I am excited... Uh, we have... Two Ouija boards right behind us. Yeah, here. that's fucking awesome. Uh, one is one I would really like to show you because it's it's got to be from the seventies because it has all the uh, a lap. That sounds that I, sounds crazy. I don't know if I, don't I have. Know if I don't know if I have an oracle, but if I do, we we totally can. I don't. I have the original. Do you want to see them? Do you just want to see right, them? You don't even want to see them. Right you don't now. even want to no. see them. We actually did a two part special on haunted games, and I flat out said that I don't think I'd ever fuck with a Ouija board. Well, I've never fucked with a Ouija board. I own two, but I've never fucked with. That's one. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, I could look at it, but I don't. I I actually um I respect the dead more than I want to fuck with it. If that's <laughs> what this is, and I don't even I think. The it's more. I think it's more of a channel for things that are looking for people that actually have enough intelligence to look for somebody else. Yeah, and they want to. They're smarter than us. Like they want to manipulate us. Yeah. They want. I I, I so, feel that, but I do want to show you because I think I feel like the one is really. In 34 and 35, it's a two-part game special just about fucked up games, making deals with devils and ghosts and all this crazy shit, which is what actually gave me the idea to do today's episode. Um, in it, What number was it? 32? It's 34, 30. It's a two-part special, and we talk about Ouija boards in, in both of them, I think. And I flat out say, like, the experience I would have fucking with a Ouija board would... Delve into things I don't think I want to understand. Things that answers I did not ask questions. You don't even have the capacity to understand if you had the chance. The rule we went for, you would love that special. You should probably listen to it. So 34 and 35, we just say, if there's a chance 
in all of these things, we run hypotheticals. We say, if there is a chance of something fucked up happening, then there's like a, there's a chance of something fucking happening. So that's why we, we flat out said like, don't try any of these fucked up games. Don't actually do any of this shit at home. Um, like, um, like blood seals and demonic shit. I, I just found a summons for, um, shit from the last person that lived here. Oh my god, this looks nuts. This is the one I was t this has all the, um... Zodiac. The Zodiac, thank you. But that's, that's, I found, I had this one first. I found this one at an auction. It's like a Japanese spirit board, yeah. No fucky, no fucky with And that... And that's classic. Classic. I don't even have an... I don't have an oracle, I don't think. Salem, Massachusetts, you can't. It's very old. But I look at the so look at this. Crystals. I know, it's a cool fucking box. We have too. so many crystals. We, don't we, we couldn't even do it if we wanted. I don't have an oracle. But what about all the crystals we have? Isn't that what an oracle is? Oh, I found a pair of old socks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like mittens. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm... It's not that I'm a pussy, it's that I don't think Well, I we legitimately it. can't do it. I don't have an oracle. I'm just saying, like, would I make a deal with the devil? If the devil himself appeared, maybe. There's no chance in hell I ever... You only I do once. have an oracle. You only live once, I mean... Well, that's that's the thing about the devil. Eternal damnation, like, I'll take it. <laughs> Eternal damnation for a, this life? There's, I, no, there's no way. You don't need the, the glass. It's, don't you? You do not. But I'm not saying that we have to do it. I'm just saying that well, I wanted to show you these. We're definitely not. I'm putting my foot down. I'm well, you're the one that hold, is holding I'm the oracle with, with the board in yeah, your hand. Yeah, but you have to. I just uh, no. You, I mean, I've never done. I've never done what you're doing. You I've never done that. You have to physically start the process by inviting them into your home. You can't just well, fucking put the thing down and be like. I may have invited a lot of weird shit yeah. into my house. There's a. It's a process. I think about a lot of stuff. I'm not even surprised if you need candles and no. No, you, you to, need like, to you need to physically you need to physically like say things in us in like when using a Ouija board. You can't just fucking sit there like it's asking questions and getting answers. Like there's a process you and you have to first call out into the void for it to happen first. And that's why ladies and gentlemen, kids of all ages don't fuck with Ouija boards. And you know Maybe That's, someday we'll, we'll all try it in a safe place. Maybe when I'm older and I don't care about dying, I've sure. I've scared of it. Only recently have I cared about my convenient existence, so that's... I care way more about my afterlife than about my current life so because I think that one. there's way more ahead of what I'm, I'm dealing with right now than... That's uh, really spiritual and cool. This it's was funny. the Ouija board. It's, it's, they're both very cool. Wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's get back to... I'm um, going to stop talking to us. You can, you, you can talk as much as you want. You're included. It's a, it's a fun activity for all. I do like your Ouija boards, though. They are cool. They're Thank nifty. You. I do like them aesthetic. Um, aesthetic. I still... I keep them... Next to Batman, because I feel like at least he'll protect I wouldn't him. say afraid. 
I'll just say cautious. I have a healthy fear. You know, I used to go to church with my mom. She's a weird religion, but like they used to say the one thing Jehovah's that stuck Witness? with me. Yeah, they. they my grandma. I remember us talking oh, about yeah, that. Yeah. She uh, she used to say like have a healthy fear of God, and that I mean you don't have to believe in God per se, no, but to have sense. a healthy God fear in something that's above you is that's smart. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want you to read this quick one. Okay. Feel, it's just one page. Yeah. I just feel like you would enjoy this one. Um, it's impossible not to read it. It's so short. Um, this one's just basic, just to start us off. It's called a deal <clears throat> with the devil. Oh. That's a it. Deal this with is a the deal devil. with the devil from Reddit No Sleep. You can't, uh, blunt. All right. On her way home from work, my wife was hit and killed by a drunk driver. Night after night, I prayed. No, I begged God to bring her back. Every night, I dreamt of her returning to me, and every morning, I woke alone. One night, the dream had changed. I was approached by a man in a pristine suit. I can bring her back to you, but it'll cost you, he said. Please, I'll do anything. I pleaded. What would you say you're most afraid of? He asked with a smirk. I thought hard about it briefly before responding, burning to death. Here's my offer. I will return your wife to you, but only if you live out your greatest fear. Yes, I'll do it. I'll burn. And with that, I awoke in my bed next to my beautiful bride. I couldn't believe it, but there she was fast asleep and breathing deep. I woke with her a passionate kiss, and after several minutes she asked what had gotten into me. I could only respond by telling her how much I loved her. I knew I still had a price to pay, but I didn't care. That evening there was a knock at my door. As soon as I saw the officer, I knew the mistake I had made. I never promised to burn. I promised to live out my worst fear. Sir, I'm afraid your wife's been in an accident. Wait, didn't he wake up with her? What? Wait, didn't he wake up with her in the morning? Wait, where? Yeah, he said that evening. He's saying ah. that the deal with the devil was like the same thing again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What a dummy! <laughs> what was his name? But the devil got him. Yeah, I mean, he was the devil smart. He got him. He's the guy's a dummy. <laughs> He's like this guy's a dummy. Jesus. Yeah, agreeing to live out your greatest fear uh, because you know you miss your wife. <laughs> And then, you know, it's very obvious your greatest fear is fucking living without your wife. So it's like, you sell your soul to live with your wife. Death stamp. So. What's your greatest fear? <laughs> don't ask me that. Well, I don't know. What's your, like, know. third greatest um, fear? That's so it's not super no. personal, but you don't have to get, like... <sighs> As recently, and I do, I think it's pretty generalized. I think recently I've, I've like, been more cautious about drowning. And it's just because, like, it, like I scuba dive a lot, and like I know that I like I like swimming, and I know like I had a pool this entire summer, and like part of me was just like, were you scubing in the in the pool? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I have a lot of experience swimming at different depths, and it's always kind of like I've always done it, being like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. But in the back of my mind, it's like I could fucking die in like an instant. I was when always I'm, like, the guy in the pool feet. like that. 70 feet down, you know, fucking with fishes and shit. Man, I you know, all that water. I needed was one thing. I, I scuba dive. I've never swam. I've been on like 16 or 17 dives. I've never been on a dive, but I've been out in the deep ocean yeah. more than once swimming. Yeah. Sometimes when you get out deeper than you can see the floor, it's like, wow, you've, it's humbling. That's to what say I mean. the least. Like, like there's, 
there's something beautiful about that kind of like death and there's something very very terrifying it's it's actually like the, the I think death recently is so terrifying i think recently it's been like i'm in something like a plane or a car and i can't get out and i drown that way like, that is awful like that's a yeah. different kind of story like drowning when you're trapped is like yeah that's peril like you gotta that's live what through I mean. the big the, i think i've had the, a couple like nightmares of, of that recently and i've just been like fuck like why am i thinking about like this? if I you were it. in an airplane like that's a little more that's a little different you got the descent like you kind of come to grips with what's happening but like if you're like in a car then off a bridge like there's no yeah. you know we were just watching something with that with a, a car that just with a bunch of kids but yeah, like that, like I could, I could see, like if it just happened like that, definitely. All right. So your your greatest fear then, or your third greatest fear, as you're oh, saying, my third so it's greatest not fear. super. You know, just to just to like put it out there, my my greatest fear is there being like really like knowing that there's no point to life, really knowing, nah, like dying, that, dying, and nothing happening. That's satisfying. And just, and just being like, shit, that's not this satisfying. is it. It's not really no, that's satisfying not. because you got there's so much. I mean, if you believe in reincarnation, which like, I, I don't really think I do, believe in anything. I so believe I, I, like, I, the the evidence is is too staggering for me to not believe it. On like a spiritual energy level, I'm not saying like I, I'm not talking about God at this point. I'm talking no. about when you come back, you 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 come back. You might not come back here, but mm-hmm. you come back somewhere. Mm-hmm. You learn. I don't know, man. You don't That's have. what I mean. And neither do I, so actually. So anyway, yeah, third greatest fear. All right. Because he said third. burning, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. But yeah. I, but that's the thing. is like I don't see myself ever getting into a situation where I'm going to be surrounded by fire. I'm too, I'm too on top of shit. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, it's, and I like, like drowning, fire, but I'm Drowning is like an inconvenience I could see happening to me. Burning to death is just like... No, I'm I'm a I'm a light sleeper one. So even if I like fell asleep with something lit, I would wake up and be like, "Oh fuck, fire!" So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I wake up at like the sound of things, like the wind. Unless there was like an explosion right, okay, or something. Space like, Cowboys' third greatest fear. Space Cowboys' third greatest fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. I don't <laughs> think he's afraid of anything. I mean, it's. <laughs> I, I fear maybe being this person. I thought of like a, you know, Scott Pilgrim kind of story, mm-hmm. but about a, a Dexter's Lab kind of guy. So this guy, he's this kid. He's just the smartest person. He inv- he invented time travel and like on on a dime when he was like five. He's just got all these great concepts, and he but he hates everybody because he's just like everybody's so. Stupid! How did they not see any of this? So what he decides to do is all of his pe- like all the people that he has looked up to and like that that he has had held in great regard. He's like, I'm gonna destroy the world, but before I do that, hmm. like by I'm gonna destroy the world by going back in time to when it started and ending it, so it never happens in the first place. And okay. I'm a, I accept that. But before I do that, I'm going to do all these stops back in time. And he's going to meet all these people that he either, like, feared or, like, had these great, like, he just had the, the, this... He admired them. Admired, that's it, thank you. Admiration. He admired them. So he admired these people and he goes back, but he ends up killing most of them because of something stupid that they do. And by the time that he gets close to back before, like, civilized people, he's like, wait a minute. 
he he like has that realization that he's that kind of problem too. Absolutely. And then he goes home. So you feel like your greatest fear is like having a moment like that? I mean, I'm not smart like that, but like waking up one day and realizing that you were asleep for a long time. I had that dream as a kid. Like I remember in kindergarten thinking like asleep? waking up again. Oh. Like waking up oh, from everything. Like an inception kind of thing. Uh, it's hard. No, not even no, that. It's just spend, like it's not like a really lifetime. inception. It's because Wait, it's can not. Can you elaborate? They on spend that? like a lifetime in like a dream, and then the one day he wakes up and realizes he's you know. You but he lived all those things. That's not wasn't really. <laughs> you had a dream. moment in kindergarten where you just woke up. Oh yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. That I didn't just wake up. I just thought of that. Like, what if I woke up and things were different? Like, what if I woke up and I wasn't the same. Th- like no, that's like that's that wasn't a, me. Yeah. Like, I wasn't like. What if I went back? Like or what if I went forward? Like I don't know. I haven't. That I don't have those really experiences. Cool Twilight Zone episode. Anyway, I think that's a pretty fucking cool fear. Honestly, it sounds like a great concept. But you could do that. <laughs> you could. No, you could. You. Why you, you got me? The, because you got the skills. I could. Uh, I could write the story. You could draw it. Yeah. I could write. I could bang that shit out in a day. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, but <laughs> you cut that little piece. That's fine. I, I think you should start this one off because I uh, read that I whole little one. Okay, good, good, good. Off. I don't know this song. Oh, the song. Kansas, the Devil Game. I saw Kansas live at Penn's Peak. Did they play the Devil Game? Uh, maybe. I, I really don't know. Pray for devils have no reason. Satan waits to curse your ways. Have you seen it in his eyes in the sunset? Have you wondered if he's laughing when he plays? Kansas, the Devil Game. This is a set of instructions for how to speak with the devil. Hmm. Which, as those of you with any sort of brains at all might note, is a patently moronic proposition on the face of it. One likely to culminate in any number of thoroughly unpleasant fates. Honestly, it would probably be smarter to publish your credit card number on Facebook or take up a career in crocodile wrestling. But then that isn't going to stop you, is it? Steve Irwin, man. <laughs> Steve Irwin. He died. Yeah, he's I fucking loved dead. Him. He was Apparently a great man. His kid is exactly just, like him. And that's awesome. Yeah. He's, he was such a good... Can we just, like... Life. Everybody should just, like, put your Steve, hands up to Steve, Steve Irwin. Irwin like, raise a glass. Like, Steve, Steve Irwin. But it was a stingray. It wasn't It wasn't. It was, no, I know. Shut up. I mean, it's semantics. It's just... Okay. Mm. Get back. Sorry. I'm just saying for someone called the crocodile hunter, it's pretty fucking sad. I get it. It's ironic. But then that isn't going to stop you, is it? Not if you're sincerely interested, at least. Makes me think of Hellraiser. I don't like those movies very much. Technically, if you do everything just right, there's a... Yeah, I know. And that's what the disappointing thing is. Yeah, Jericho. Jericho was so bad. It was really bad. (laughs) I beat the whole thing. Technically, if you do everything just right, there's a fair chance you'll walk away scot-free. And that seems to be a reason enough for some people to decide that that's a good idea. Especially if you're the fate-tempting, thrill-seeking, scare-junkie type, or the desperate type. I've been both of those people in separate occasions. And at the same time. And at the same time. Which brings me to a point of clarification I ought to make. This is not a manual for making any kind of Faustian bargain. You know, the whole sell-your-soul type of deal? Although if you happen to bring it up in conversation, he certainly wouldn't be one to refuse. Following through with such a foolhardy bargain, was however... Faust with Mistephiles in... Faust is the one who originally says, uh... Who sells... He wasn't the devil, it was Mistephiles, right? Mephistopheles. 
things. Following through with such a foolhardy bargain, however, would necess necessitate removing some of the protections which you will put in place for your conversation, and I don't think I need to spell it out for you why that would be a bad idea. If you're really mathematically impaired enough to want to trade something that will last an infinite number of years for something that might last about 90 tops, there are plenty of other rituals out there for you to follow. There's reference episode 34 and 35 again. There are a lot of little deals with spirits and shit that we talk about in Do those Do you talk episodes. about the Lesser Key of Solomon? Nope. I just got that in the mail. <laughs> this one, if performed correctly, should only allow the two of you to talk. This perhaps begs the question of why exactly you would want to speak with the devil in the first place. Maybe some of you just like the idea of making small talk with an extremely dangerous occult entity, but for the sake of the human race, I hope most of you aren't quite that stupid. Short answer is... The lesser key is still. Short answer is he knows things. Things that some of you may have a deep, vested interest in finding out. I mean, he's not omniscient or anything, much as he might like to pretend otherwise he's not God. But he's definitely got a supernatural advantage over the kind of knowledge any human would be able to obtain. For example, he probably wouldn't be able to predict when the next world war will happen or tell you the cure for cancer, but he could very well be able to predict the winning numbers of tomorrow's $500 million Powerball drawing or tell you what deadly undiagnosed condition might be afflicting one of your loved ones. Do you think he could be a No. That's a good question. Of course, the Prince of Darkness doesn't just go around giving out winning lottery numbers to anybody who asks, and trusting any sort of information obtained from a being commonly described as the father of all lies is liable to land you in a worse situation than you were in when you started. However, if you're really dead set on finding something out and you've exhausted all of your other options, there is a way to try to get accurate information out of the guy. The devils. The devil. The devil himself. himself. Lucifer yells above the, the big daddy. You see, like so many, yeah, you see, like so many of the more urbane villains in popular culture, the devil has a bit of a penchant for games and gambling. Of course, the reason he likes them so much is that he almost always wins. Unless you happen to be a fiddler named Johnny or being represented by Daniel Webster, you're probably going to get your ass handed to you. Did you ever hear the version of Devil Went Down to Georgia? But it's called Devil Went to Jamaica. It's about pot. Smoking, smoking weed, right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a good one. Absolutely. Something about grandma. Grandma, do you get stoned? Yes, I do. Yeah, right. I actually think I just heard that the other day. All right. <laughs> I fucking love that. It's on the midget mix. <laughs> but if you're determined enough to want to face the risks and the long odds, there's a certain game the two of you could play to try and win the information you need. First things first, though. We'll start off with a description of the summoning process, then get into the rules of the game, some tips for how to play, and finally, of course, the inevitable litany of arcane shit that might possibly go wrong. In order to contact your conversational partner, you'll need to go to a church at midnight. It doesn't matter what kind of church, large or small, old or new, liberal or conservative, just as long as you're sure it will be empty. The last thing you want is for some preacher to walk in on you while you're in the middle of this for the sake of a preacher's well-being as much as your own. The process will probably work best if you try it on New Moon, or a Full Moon, or Friday the 13th, or Halloween. This was actually the first October where we've had the Friday the 13th in like the longest time, which is why I'm being Jason for Halloween. But it's also like Halloween in a couple days. You want to try and talk to the devil? Um, I mean... Are you free Tuesday night? Well, I mean, it all depends on how you really friggin' look at things. I mean, you could talk to the devil all day if you wanted to. I mean, your thoughts are pretty no, dark sometimes. No, I'm talking sometimes. about, like, let's do this story. 
No, hold, wait, yeah, sure. <laughs> On Halloween night? No, I wouldn't actually do this. I'm too what much about pussy. Halloween Eve? You think that'll it work? It says Halloween. There's no. What if you do start at Halloween Eve into the. The actual day is less important than the psychological effect it has on you. As long as you don't try it on Christmas Eve or something stupid like that, you should be fine. Why, you sound like so a many, Jesus. Or what if, like, zombie <laughs> Jesus? Or, like, maybe not zombie Jesus, but, like, fucking atomic Jesus. <laughs> nuclear radiation Nuclear Jesus. Jesus. Wait, nuclear Thanos. <laughs> that would be funny, wouldn't it? Oh, the time Christmas. is important, though. You don't have to start or end your ritual at exactly 12 a.m. Greenwich atomic time or anything. But as a general rule of thumb, you ought to show up a bit before midnight and have everything set up by no later than 10 or 15 after. Show up a lot before midnight if you don't know how you're going to get in. Shockingly enough, most houses of God do tend to lock their doors at night, at least if no one's there to watch over them. And remember, we want it empty. Got it? Got it. There are, of course, certain things you will need to bring and certain things you can't bring for this ritual, and you will need a full can of salt. You won't need to use all of it, but it's always better to have more than you need than to have less. It's for circles, so you can't be affected. Doorways, like, oh, remember the Dresden Files? Dude, that was such a good, was, show. Was a good show. The yeah. guy from Arrows. Yeah, he was detective. Um, seven candles, red or white being preferable. So I have... One with Fox Mulder, one with um, Agent Dan Scully, Scully, and one with Machete. Machete. They're all white. Something to light the candles with. You would be shocked how often people forget this. Occult ritual or not, they aren't going to magically light themselves. A length of red string, rope, yarn, or thread. Uh, A lot of the stories we tell in 34, 35 have these kind of things listed. A full-length floor or wall mirror. There's one of these at my mom's house. I'll show you this because it really is, like, doesn't really pertain. Well, it does, but, like, it's also one of the coolest things that you're ever going to see. I found this at a used bookstore. Yeah, nice. Right? They have, it's so detailed, man. It's crazy. It's a book on Wicca. It's it's actually, but it's all satanic. Yo, that's fucking cool. They have all, no, I mean, like, they have all about, like, all different kind of seances, like, there's people have notes in this book, like, I found this at a Goodwill. I was just saying, there are notes in this book. I found this at a a store called Serendipity. Don't read the Latin, just make a promise to me that you won't read any Latin. I I couldn't pronounce it correctly if I had to. (laughs) Drangus. (laughs) Drangus Jujus. A full-length floor wall mirror. Ideally, you want to find one of these already present in the church. They're a bit unwieldy to be lugging around with you during a break-in. However, if there really aren't any there, you'll have to bring your own. You might also find it useful to bring some markers, pencils, paper, a flashlight, and any sort of tools that might be necessary to secure your entrance into the church. You will not be permitted to bring in any electronic or timekeeping devices. This includes all cell phones, smartphones, tablets, e-readers, MP3 players, PDAs, calculators, wristwatches, pocket watches, kitchen timers, hourglasses, etc., etc., etc. Seriously, it's worse than the SAT. If a demon is trying to put this information out and get people to do try this shit, mm-hmm. they would say that just so they didn't bring them in, like, didn't try to film that shit. To get help. Yeah, sure. If you're one of those people that has your smartphone practically wired into your brain, don't worry. You can bring those things with you to the church as long as you leave them outside the room in which you are doing the ritual. If you brought a flashlight helpful for finding your way around without attracting unwanted attention, leave that outside too. Also, don't bring in any sort of religious paraphernalia to protect you. They would say that, wouldn't they? I broke into a place once and got caught because of flashlights, so like that sentence was like shot. 
especially if it pertains to the Abrahamic religions. And yes, if those gothy black cross earrings you're wearing are hanging right side up, they count. If you have any kind of holy symbols like that with you, the devil will simply refuse to show up. Don't worry, you're not going in totally unprotected. In fact, most of the supplies with you are not for any sort of devil summoning ritual, but for your own protection, old superstitions, and folk magic remedies to guide oneself from evil. From what I know of it, the effect's mostly based on the power of belief, so there are probably numerous other objects, artifacts, and procedures that would work just as well. If you'd like to risk being left helpless at the mercy of the devil in order to test that theory, feel free to experiment. However, for anyone without a psychotic death wish, I'd recommend sticking to the ritual as follows. Once you're sure you have all the right supplies with you, make your way into the church and find some place to set up. It can be anywhere from the main sanctuary where services are held to a Sunday school classroom, to a walk-in supply closet, as long as you have a sufficient amount of floor, floor space and are not certain to be disturbed. Oh my God. Set up your mirror first. This is where the devil will appear when you summon him. As such, you mustn't complete the summoning until you've laid down certain words around it. First, surround the mirror with an unbroken circle of salt. If the mirror is hanging on a wall or door, Lay down the semicircle around it instead, making sure that the salt touches the wall at both ends. Then wrap your red string around the mirror several times. The red, <laughs> the color red, especially red string, is symbolic of protection in folklore of many cultures and religions. This is also why red candles are also good. Speaking of the candles, set them up around the outside of your circle, or semicircle, of salt. Space at a relatively even intervals. No! You do not have to get out the measuring tape and make it exactly perfect. But do at least try and make it look as though it was set up by someone old enough to be trusted with matches. Yeah, like, look at my shirt. Just, 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 just do it all right. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Just I mean, that looks right. perfect. But you it doesn't can do have to a be star, then do a star. Do points of a star. Do the mandalas. Points of a star. Not doing the drugs. Drugs out of the picture. I did. Light the candles. Okay. Light the candles in a clockwise fashion, being careful not to disturb the salt. If you break the circle, you'll have to start all over again. Once all the candles are lit and burning strongly, your protective wards are complete. You are now ready to proceed to the actual summoning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To do so, you must first get the devil's attention and demonstrate your resolve by performing some sort of sacrilegious act on the holy space. Fuck yeah. Turning the crucifix or cross upside down is fairly conventional, but it's not the only option. For example, I know of a kid who once fulfilled this requirement by scribbling an obnoxious graffiti all over Jesus' painting <laughs> hanging in the Sunday school classrooms. That's pretty fucked up. What did Jesus do to you? That would be pretty cool if he was hanging there and he had like he was hung. Uh, it would be like a double on Yeah, the devil would immediately show up and be like, no, yeah, I get it. I no, get but it, I get but it. the devil, like I actually think that would be a burn on the devil. It'd be like, yo, Jesus was fucking hung, look at him. He was hung and hung. Whatever. The nice thing about turning a cross upside down is that once you've finished your encounter, assuming you've survived it in one piece, 
you can just flip it right side up again and no one's the wiser. Sidestepping the relatively minor but irritating risk of having your Sunday school turn into a reenactment of the Spanish Inquisition for the next month and a half. What, they're just going to rape and pillage people? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. This is, after you finish doing whatever offensive things you've d- decided on, <laughs> shut all doors to the room and turn off all the lights so the space is lit only by the candles. Face the mirror and stare deeply into it concentrating on your desired outcome. There are no incantations, no arcane strings of Latin you have to recite. Just look into the mirror and wish as hard as you can for the devil to appear there. After a few moments of this, when you feel ready, close your eyes and count to ten, then open them. If all has gone correctly, you will no longer see your own reflection. You will be looking at the devil. Or at least, looking at the way the devil has chosen to appear to you. Chances are, he won't look like the conventional red-horned demon with goat legs and a pitchfork, nor any other sort of terrible apparition. No point in scaring you off now. Better to lure you in, make you feel safe. Do you think that if somebody's like really fucked up that he would come in as like, like something real fucked up? Or do you think that he would still be like normals? No, I think you would rationalize the appearance so to. What about like Genghis Khan? He like really was like no, nuts. I, I actually think that he would he would probably be, appear as the person you most miss, or the person that you did something wrong to, or like or if he was a folklore, sure, like you sure, like saw see. like looked up to Hercules as a kid growing up in Greek or something. I, I would I would probably more put it at like what like. Your grandfather who died, you know, from like cancer. My or grandfather was you know? nuts. You know, or uh, I don't know. Part of me, like, I really liked American Gods, so part of me is just like, fuck, mine would probably show up as like David Bowie, you know? To that end, he generally takes on the appearance of a fairly average, nondescript human being. If anything, he's prone to vanity and will lean towards the more attractive end of the spectrum. <laughs> Call me Lucy. Do you think you could, like, lure him with that? Like, if that's, like, a, that's a bit of, that's a strong bit of an Just evidence. like an attractive person. Yeah, sure. like, no, like, knowing that, like, you can be anything, like, you can use that against him. Absolutely. Fucking All right. The only really frightening part of him will be his eyes. No matter how hard he tries, he can't hide the sinister gleam smoldering deep within them. The malevolent amusement and hunger, like the eyes of a spider contemplating a fly struggling in its web. They're supremely confident, those eyes confident and without pity. Don't look into them too deeply or you will begin to feel helpless and paralyzed with dread, losing your hope and your will to fight. Since you'll probably be just standing there staring at him in shock for a few moments, having on some level expected for the ritual to fail, he'll initiate the conversation by asking you what it is you desire from him. If you can gather your wits enough to string together a coherent sentence, you should respond with something like, I wish to challenge you in a game of question and response. If you don't get the words exactly right, he'll know what you mean, and he'll anticipate your request with wide, predatory grin of anticipation. He's been playing this game for a long time, you see, and he's very good at it. Most humans, on the other hand, are very bad at it. This gives him a chance to, at the very least, thoroughly mess with your mind, and at most, 
well, we'll save that for the litany of shit that can go wrong. You'll have to play it very smart to avoid justifying this experience. The general rules of the game are very simple, with a few caveats that make things more complicated. He'll begin by asking you a question. He always initiates the game. It can be anything from a piece of obscure trivia to a riddle, to be extremely personal inquiry. Don't worry, you won't be immediately plunged into hell if you get the wrong answer or anything like that. As a matter of fact, he won't even tell you whether you got the answer right or wrong. That should be easy enough for me, I'll just pretend I'm right with every answer. It, Justified in my head somehow. You just go into it strong and knowing you're right all the time. What's black and blue and red all over? But Trump got that's how he that's how he's a president right now. <laughs> I think he was man shit no that's fucked. Because space cowboy does not support Trump or Hillary <laughs> or Bernie. Really? I believe in his beliefs, but I just don't think that he was the right man. I don't think any of them were suitable candidates. Do you want to say it or No, no, I would like to know where I was, though. Right here? I, yeah, I think oh. I down right. After you answer this question, you get to ask him one in return. Now, here's where the consequences of your response come in. If you answer his last question correctly, he will respond to your question as honestly and accurately as he is able. However, if you answered it incorrectly, he is free to lie to you as he sees fit. Perhaps if you've asked him something, you're better off not knowing. He'll tell you the truth about it anyway. More likely, he'll feed you the most insidious, damaging lie he can come up with. Either way, after he's responded, he'll ask you another question and the process will repeat over and over again until you decide to call it quits. So now, ask him something easy, like what color is the water first? So that you build you know up that, to it. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, what would your first one be? Would that be it? Like, yeah, what color is the sky? You get a baseline, like a uh, polygraph test. Yeah. You something, gotta start off. To measure, He's got some something names. to measure if my belief of my wrong answer would outweigh his answer in some way. What you know? What I would do? What would I would you be do? like, Yo, I have a, a I have a twelve inch dick. Right there, I would know for a fact if he was telling me the truth or not. Because if he said no, well, then there'd be a problem. <laughs> now, you may be sitting there thinking that this all sounds fairly easy to get the information you need. All you have to do is wait for a question you can answer correctly, and then take that opportunity to ask him what you really want to know. Ignoring everything else he said. Well, it's not that simple. The devil will never give you an easy question, one that you can be completely sure of the answer to. He may instead give you questions that you have some vague knowledge of, that you may think maybe you know the answer to, but aren't really confident, thus forcing you to endlessly second-guess yourself, obsessing over whether or not you can trust the information that he gave you next. Perhaps you'll think... That what he said was a lie. Wish it was a lie. But be eternally consumed by doubt, unable to fully convince yourself that you were wrong, 
or perhaps you'll have to make a huge choice based on the information that he gave you and be tormented by fear and indecisiveness as you realize that your fate and perhaps that of others as well rests entirely upon whether or not you were able to correctly recall some arcane piece of trivia that you don't even remember now. Is your phone okay? He's got to say louder than that. You'll never remember the exact questions the devil asked you. By the way, that would make it too easy for you to go back and check your responses. Or maybe instead of testing your knowledge, he'll ask you something personal. Something you even lie to yourself about. You'll answer back to him, thinking you've gotten the question correct. No, I don't resent my sister. Yes, I would turn the money into the police, but he'll know better. I would just be- I'm an already pretty honest and blunt fucker. What would I want to lie to the devil about? Like, you're not dumb. (laughs) That's the thing, like, you're not dumb going into the devil. If I knew it was the devil, I'd be like, well, the devil already knows. Yeah, Yeah, true. Everything. True. Well, they said he's not omniscient, but I do think as as, as it comes to guilt and, like, if Facebook is out there and the internet is out there, I think somebody that's been around longer than the internet can have a little bit more information on people. Yeah. He'll know better. He'll know better than you do that you're lying, and he'll lie to you in return. And you'll believe him. You'll believe him until you are no longer able to deceive yourself, and by then it might be too late. Or maybe he won't even give you a chance to get an accurate response at all. Maybe he'll just ask you endless strings of completely impossible questions. Maybe you more and more frustrated and disheartened as you realize you'll never be able to force him to tell you the truth. Questions like, what was the exact height of Mount Everest in centimeters in the year 1666? Or, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Can't you just say you do not? Can't you just say you don't know? What? No, you I don't know. You don't I think you would just you would just know he's lying to you next. What is um, an African swallow? What if it's a European swallow? <laughs> well, I'm not sure they go. What? What? Well, I, I I don't know. <laughs> what? Is this is fucking the the bridge the bridge keepers. It's one of the best parts of that movie. Although knowing his sense of humor, if he ever asked the latter, he might consider African or European a correct response. Hmm? There are a couple ways to short-circuit this particular strategy, however. Additional rules and courses of action that make the game more interesting and prevent you from being stonewalled completely. Although, in all honesty, he probably wants for you to try one of those options anyway. The first option is to ask him a riddle instead of a question. If you somehow manage to stump him and he he answers the riddle wrong or gives up, he'll be obligated to give you a truthful response to your next question. If he answers the riddle correctly once again, don't worry, he won't pounce on you like a sphinx or drag you into hell. What will happen is that he will get a pass, allowing him to lie in one response to one question he would otherwise be obligated to answer truthfully. Honestly, if he gets a pass, you might as well just give up and quit the game right there. It's nearly impossible to determine when he's telling you the truth under the best of conditions. Adding another layer of complexity by constantly trying to figure out when and if he's used his pass, it's about enough to make any normal person's brain explode. There's just no way. Forget it. Do you think that you can, like, what if you, at that point, used him as a psychiatrist and just were an open book like yeah, we're just like what, I mean. what, what would happen at that point do you think he would have to like be open or I do mean. you think he would fuck with you, you no like, I think I think what they're saying is like if you 
if you really opened up and answered exactly what he wanted to say, which is why I think of like Hellraiser a little bit, because they, you know, the Cenobites, they appear and they, they know your deepest, darkest passions and pleasures and like, they tease you and then they kill you and that's like the thing and that's like if the devil if the devil yes if the devil is this like eternal fucking thing and it knows all of your deepest darkest like secrets and passions and pleasures and shit like that like why the fuck would you lie to the guy answer to the best of your ability specifically if he asks you a personal question when my doctor asks me if I do drugs I tell them the truth I tell them everything I've done recently I do not Anyway, you wanted to say something about the devil. The devil. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> now, before you freak out and reject the whole idea completely, you should know that he won't ask you to do anything overly dramatic or unspeakably evil, like blow up a hospital or murder somebody. As a rule of thumb, most dares won't involve direct loss of life or any major felonies. However, they certainly won't be easy. Inflicting severe pain on yourself, doing something that terrifies the shit out of you, cutting off a treasured relationship, publicly humiliating yourself or someone you love, all of these things and more, things you might not even be able to imagine, are completely on the table. If you're willing to go that far to put yourself in that kind of position, you'll get your answer. However, if he manages to come up with the one thing you know you simply can't or won't do, well then, once again, you might as well just quit. One last thing. Don't think you it's conditions instructions to talk to the devil. It's like a, it's like a how to talk to the devil for dummies. Yeah, exactly. That goes with dummies. It's like a one hundred and one book on talking to the devil. Because well, it's, it's episode sixty six. We're sixty six. It's episode sixty six. It's so like sixty nine, but so opposite. <laughs> well, no, a little like, bit reversed. Half no, reversed. Half reversed. Sixty nine. <laughs> it's half reversed. Sixty nine. Sixty nine is awesome. Sixty nine is good. Oh yeah. Sixty six. Sixty six isn't too bad 60, either. No. No, three's no. a good number. You just... No. Eh, eh, no. I can't. I just can't. If you accept a dare and then don't follow through with it, well, let's just say that there will be consequences. Just suck it up and keep your promise no matter what it was. Trust me, you're better off this way. Finally, when you're either gotten the information you wanted or given up completely on it, you may end the ritual by simply thanking the devil for accepting your request, bowing politely at the waist, and bidding them farewell. The surface of the mirror will seem to swim and flicker for a moment, and then you will be looking at your own reflection again. Only when you are absolutely certain that you're looking into your own two eyes again may you turn away from the mirror, flick the lights back on, and begin dismantling your protections. Now, and this is important, even if you haven't gotten the information that you wanted, you must end the ritual in this manner before 66 minutes have elapsed. Well, I suppose that technically you have 66 minutes and 6 seconds, subtle, right? But if you're seriously going to try and cut it that close without any kind of timekeeping device, you're probably screwed anyway. I bet that there's sand things down to seconds. Just, I'm just... Time abacus sounds really cool, though. (laughs) Time abacus. Right? It sounds really... It sounds really cool. Time abacus. Time abacus. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is that you keep this time limit. I'll save the reason behind that for the end, but don't skip ahead. I've still got a few important tips on how to play. One, be very careful what sort of personal information you give out. I think I can announce the rest of the numbers. One. (laughs) 
be very careful what sort of personal information you give out. Try not to talk about yourself, especially your emotions and your problems, any more than absolutely necessary. This guy knows human psychology like the back of his hand, and he will get inside of your head. It's like talking to Hannibal Lecter. Give him enough to work with, and even if you don't believe a single word he says, he will still find ways to fuck with your mind like nobody's business. If anything he asks makes you even remotely uncomfortable, do not hesitate to lie through your teeth. There will be plenty of other questions. Two. On a similar note, try to keep the game on track, moving briskly. Unstructured interactions of any kind are to be avoided. Chances are that at some point he will try to draw you off on a tangent, discussing something that fascinates you, analyzing a response you've given him, or finding some other excuse to speak at length without moving the game forward. This is not only a waste of valuable time, but is another excellent opportunity to mess with your mind. Three. If you choose to give him a riddle, use one you've made up yourself. If your riddle has ever been written down anywhere at all, from the pages of The Hobbit to some long-lost tome of ancient magic, he will already know the answer. That said, it still has to be a legitimate riddle, with an answer that makes logical sense from some angle. You can't just ask something like, what's green has ten legs and hops, then claim, for some inexplicable reason, that the answer was marshmallows. Nor can you ask him a straight question like, what have I got in my pocket? He probably knows that anyway. There are no hard and fast rules to determine whether a riddle makes sense or not, but you're a reasonable human being. Your ancestors ate from the tree of knowledge. Please, for the love of shit, use common sense. Four. If you choose to take a dare, there's a slight chance the devil will ask you to do something seemingly easy. Deliver a letter, for instance, or scribble a ten-digit number in a public restroom stall. If he does ask you for something like this, and you have even a shred of common decency in you, do not accept Chances are that he's using you to further some sinister plot, one liable to ruin a lot of lives and harm a lot of people. Who knows, maybe you're the type of person who really doesn't mind throwing an unknown number of total strangers under a bus to find out what you want to know. But at least be aware that that is what you're doing. Five. Last but not least, be aware of the time. It might be helpful to do some practicing beforehand and get a feel for how long an hour is without a watch. The devil will probably put off discussing the things you're most keen to find out for as long as he can. And as you near the 66th minute deadline, he'll start trying harder and harder to distract you, captivate you, and otherwise keep playing until it's too late. He'll string you along, feed you little glimmers of false hope, keep you talking. Just a few more minutes, I'm almost there. Don't fall for it. Don't go over the time limit, no matter what. Now, you might be thinking that this game really doesn't sound all that dangerous so far. Threats of psychological damage rarely seem to carry the same weight as threats of physical damage, even though their costs are often just as great. Hate to burst your bubble, but the game is far from safe. There are plenty of ways for you to seriously screw yourself over both physically and mentally, not to mention spiritually. And it is with these that I will conclude in the vain hope that they may make some sort of impression. First, while you are speaking to the devil, do not let him out of your sight. Keep staring into the mirror no matter what happens. He will undoubtedly try various tricks to make you look away. Hey, look at that. <laughs> I would fall for that almost instantly. I couldn't help it. If you said your shoes are untied, I'd be fucked. Even if oh, I wasn't absolutely. wearing shoes at all. 
he would just play the nose game with me. Like, hey, look. Must have looked good. <laughs> no, you look down and you're fucked. You're in hell. Like, oh, shit. You just shit. Have, ah, to remember, just have to remember he's an asshole the whole time. So yeah. never look away. But never look away. I know. It's, it's, I think it's a lot, uh, it's a lot simpler in concept, but I'm sure under pressure and anxiety, uh, yo, I would I, probably be an asshole. Not, not even under pressure but, or anxiety. If somebody said, hey, look over there, I'd fucking <laughs> do it. Like, I mean, <laughs> Me too, but I think that the devil. You really have to train. Not as bad as we think he is. No, honestly. I do. No, I, do, I agree. I think at, at most he's probably just like a tenacious. He's just trying to scare us. Yeah, is there's. It? I think it's not like, even scare you. It's it's something to boost his motive. Something to because that's what he needs to feed him. on. Yeah, that's his. Absolutely. That's what his life form is, and that's what. Which it is needs. why I think something and as simple as like leaving a phone number like that could fucking ruin lives. That could get someone killed. Well, if you put a name above that phone number and say like. Not even. I'm saying if you put BJ's a phone number a, out there somewhere. BJ's ahoy. It's Cheryl. Just, in today's day and age, man. You will hear noises behind you. <laughs> feel eyes on the back of your neck. I can't do that either. If I if I fucking feel something, or if I fucking hear something behind if me, if I feel I'm something fucking, on my neck, I don't, I don't like move. Bugs. No, no, I no, feel things all, is, all like, the buzz time. Something though. in my ear, and I'd be I, like, fuck. I, no, I won't feeling look. things my whole life though. When I feel something on the back of my neck, I don't look. If I feel if I feel something on my leg and I'm looking straight, I will do. grab it and will not look at it because I do not want to know. What I the never fuck look it is at sometimes. anything. That's so, Whenever I have to scary. confront something that I'm well, scared is, about, I just like you go just, beast mode yeah, and you consume just fucking, it, but you don't actually it. ever look at it. You, own you know? It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I had a moth once. I like moths. Though. Like, oh, and you just. <laughs> Probably did that to it. That is exactly what happened, actually. <laughs> See shadowy phantoms writhing in the depths of the mirror. A cold breath will blow upon you from behind, smelling like a crypt. A deep silence will settle, only to be interrupted by a loud smack directly behind your head, giving you about the worst drum scare you've ever had. Hell, the devil may even abandon a measure of his own dignified facade. Facade. facade and give a sudden jump of feigned shock shouting loudly and pointing behind you with a convincingly look of terror on his face whatever he might test you with you must not look away from him if you look away if you lose sight of him completely even for one second you will look back in the mirror and find him gone oh, fuck. well not gone out of the mirror in the room See, I don't like that because the salt, the salt circle's there for a reason. How you're? Well, he didn't say they were out of the inside of the salt circle. Did you wash Ash of the Deaths? Ash yeah. Ash Remember no, the guy no, with I the go finger? For, I go by a much more simple. See, I don't, I don't buy that shit either. I go by. No, a much they, more they, simple, they, they, they fucked the circle up. They s- fucked the circle up. I'm, I'm calling bullshit. Why? Because the circle um, was broken at all. It should. It, once the circle is broken, I mean that 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 is the invitation no, to like when you invite the them room. that close. That is the only thing protecting you, and once that is broken, you it doesn't That's matter how saying. it's broken. I'm saying they'd really have to fuck with the place you're at in order to get that. But done. Ash did it on accident. Yeah. He kicked it because of yeah, what's-her-face. Because he's a fucking idiot. I'm saying in a perfect, in, in this, in a perfect oh, okay, situation, okay. me doing this, okay. it would be a in perfect, a perfect situation circle. of summoning the devil. Running through a hypothetical. The story is very simply, it's in the mirror. 
the devil will appear in the mirror and talk to you. That's it. That's all that we've gotten so far. And they're implying like there's just been a shift in the story. It's saying that if you look away, even for a second, and look back, he'll be gone. And apparently he's in the room with you. I'm calling bullshit because if you put a circle of salt around the mirror, then that just means he's in the space that the Where circle... But first no, of that all, the okay, circle well, is, is the mirror in the circle or not? Yes. It is in the circle. behind it like a shield. So I the, would also the circle the room. So if the salt I would circle is there, the room myself like so that you could get circle? to me, but not anything else. Yes. A double circle. But I would, I would fucking. I would definitely, definitely do two want, circles. Do you want at a least. circle right now? <laughs> no, because we're not actually doing it. But the point is, is like he's saying that now it's it's not gone. It's out of the mirror in the room, and I'm just like, I mean, if you it count inside that circle, maybe. Unless maybe, that circle's broken, I don't see you getting through it. But um, no, I could definitely just like a vampire. Vampires, all you have to do is, you don't even have to say it out loud. All you have to do is mentally give them the invitation. No, no, no. I know the the invitation to the house, and they could like fuck with your mind. They could fuck with the... no. They could do they, they no. It, it it doesn't matter. Like you have given them fair reign, whatever they have yeah. above you. That but it's... I think something something so hard. And evidence but this is the devil. So like vampires are here. It's like um, de- demons are here, and then it's like different grades of things wait, that we don't even know. And then it's like the devil. Who made that level? You're just you're, saying you're, based you're on doing what we this know. yourself. No. I'm sa- vampires aren't even in the fucking conversation. I'm saying okay. religiously, exorcism wise. Have you ever watched any exorcism movie? Mm, Supernatural, sorry. anything about demons? I've read books. Sure, like. Putting a circle of salt around the demonic entity traps it. I'm Outside calling... of it. No, well, it you could, traps if you it wherever put you a want circle it around the thing that is haunted. It can't harm you because you're within the circle. Right. But it could be outside of the circle. Right. It can't approach or ex- or. I'm implying the opposite. I'm implying. Oh, you I'm implying? saying that you could trap it inside the circle. But if you're in the circle, why would you want to trap it in the circle? I'm saying the circle is Get around. Get out of the circle? I'm he's saying, saying he's making sure he'll trap it I'm saying the circle him. is on the inside of the mirror, and that and I'm standing outside the mirror. Outside of the mirror. Oh, so it's like one, like and there's like a just little a, one, just and a, then a big one an like armor, that. A window. Uh, and then the little it's one, the mirror's in that one, and you're in that one. But he's saying it's out in the room with you, so we're going to go with okay. that. Exactly how much of your body the police will find <laughs> the next morning, and what its state it's in will depend entirely on the sort of mood he's in. The same thing goes if you break any of the protections you laid down before beginning the ritual. Interpreting the circle of salt, letting out the red string unwind, knocking over a candle, or letting one go out, any of these will free him from the mirror, and then, well, you're a bunch of creative horror junkies. (laughs) I'm sure you can fill in the blanks. I'm sure you can fill it. It would be blanks. very much like Hellraiser. I imagine he would like fucking exactly but for like, like a split exactly second. like just pull out hooks. On a different topic, you may reach a point in the game, probably after a long series of maddeningly impossible questions, where the devil asks you the deceptively simple question What is your full name? <laughs> you must not give it to him. Names cannot be things of great power. Names can be things of great power. <laughs> names cannot. Names 
Yo, you know what my name means? Stop it. My first, my first <laughs> middle name. Story. I'm an angelic king. We can't even talk about- we don't even have names on this show. You need to finish the story. Names can be things of great power. Yes, they can. Although the devil will, of course, already know your name. Telling it to him yourself is akin to inviting a vampire into your home. That is much more close to a metaphor. A metador. <laughs> Matador. 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 See that? Your name is deeply synonymous with your own inner yeah. self, thus giving him your name is powerfully significant, <laughs> symbolically, of giving him yourself. If you are foolish enough to make this mistake, all of your protections will be for naught, and he will seize upon you the unwitting offer with malicious glee, stealing away your soul and draining back with him in hells. <laughs> At least this way, the police will find a complete identifiable body. <laughs> As a matter of fact, your vacant shell will be totally un unbellished. Unblemished. Unembellished. <laughs> un Seemingly having dropped dead of sheer terror. Sheer terror. Sheet terror. It's like when you're red. Golden Last, but like certainly not least. <laughs> There's, There's a matter, a matter of, of what, what happens, happens if you go over the time limit. I thought you already said this. You told me to do this one already? No, no, I, I'm saying the writer. I, I thought he already said what happens when we go over the time limit. Alright, well, let's do it again. Last but not certainly least. <laughs> There's a matter of what happens if you go over the time limit. This is arguably the worst thing you can do. You won't think of it at first. The devil will give you no indication that you have in fact exceeded the time limit and you will conclude the ritual as if nothing has gone wrong. But, I mean, they didn't go into what happens if you sure. go over it. Perhaps, as the devil's image in the mirror trembles and gives way, you'll see a particularly nasty triumphant <laughs> smirk flash across his face. But this will be easily diminished as your imagination. You're fine. You'll turn the lights back on, gather your belongings, and go to leave the room. But when you open the door, you will see nothing. That's not cool. That's right. Nothing. Just a flat, white void extending infinitely in all directions. But white's better than black. If it was black, That's that true. would suck. I guess white would be kind of... Like, calming, I think. I, 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 if it was, like, brown, that would suck. Only the room which was reflected in the mirror will now exist. Incidentally, if you turn back around to face the mirror again, you will catch a last glimpse of your own reflection. Perhaps it will even turn and favor you with a smirk and a cheeky wave before sweeping out the door into the perfectly normal church hallway outside. As you may have already figured out, you yourself are no longer in the church. Your soul is now trapped in the mirror, and the devil has taken the library <laughs> no, the of liberty. America of processing your body and possessing. I know the words. Now that you are no longer using it. All right. My turn. All right. <laughs> Pound on the glass and scream all you like. You'll never get out on your own, and no exorcist can help you. But don't worry. It's not like you're in hell, right? At least not necessarily. 
What you have to understand, see, is that a human soul stripped of its flesh is deeply volatile and vulnerable thing, especially when trapped in the land of the living. You are now an entity of purely mental properties, and as such, the barriers between what is real to you and what is imaginary have been completely dissolved. As you fill that reflected room with your anger, your sorrow, your fear at being trapped, these emotions will begin to coalesce, given form by your mind. If you're not particularly imaginative, these creatures may not be too terrible, may not be able to inflict too much horror and pain. With time, you may even be able to teach yourself to get rid of them. If, however, yours is a mind haunted by monsters, a mind that is vibrantly creative and imaginative and more than usually twisted, well, there's no telling what horrors might come clawing their way out of the maelstrom, tasting sweet release from the confines of your subconscious hungering for your terror and suffering. It's very Clive Barker. Yeah, it's very Clive Barker. That's that's what anyone's the mind would measure. toast. <laughs> they refuse to be banished, dragging you kicking and screaming into the endless positive feedback loop of pain and fear. Needless to say, if you're a regular patron of websites like this one, you're probably pretty well fucked. There's only one way to find release from the mirror and the world that you've created therein. They say that if you call to the devil once more and ask him to free you from the mirror, he'll be willing to take you out. And for the usual fee, of course. Who knows, maybe if your imagination is twisted and powerful enough to create a personal hell that leaves you begging for the real thing, those talents might be put to good use. There are over seven billion people in the world, after all. Even the devil himself can't be messing with all their minds at once. Talented help is always appreciated. Of course, the corollary to your being trapped inside the mirror is that the devil now gets to do whatever he wants in your body until sunrise. At around that time, your body will mercifully drop dead from the strain of the possession. Autopsy will probably identify the cause as some kind of coronary event. Don't get too relieved, though. He's perfectly capable of stirring up plenty of trouble in those few hours. For instance, he may decide to do something big and dramatic, like purchase a large meat cleaver and go on a murder spree, starting with the names in your address book and working his way out to complete strangers if he has time. Or perhaps he'll focus on only one person, someone who trusts you completely, using your persona to get him or her alone and vulnerable. And then, well, no need to describe it here. Once again, I'm sure you could think of a few things. <laughs> Starting to see why I called this the worst outcome yet. Of course, there's also a chance he won't lay a finger on any of your loved ones instead deciding to do something a little more subtle more insidious, like drop off a few nondescript unmarked packages on certain doorsteps in the dangerous part of town, or locate a particularly dusty aged yellow text in the storeroom of your local library and intentionally misfile it in the young adult literature section. <laughs> what a whippersnapper. Or whisper seven very choice words into the ear of a distracted looking young well, redhead waiting for the 3am subway train. Or maybe he'll decide that in this age of waning superstition, not enough people are getting interested in his games, and the knowledge of them is in danger of being lost. Maybe he'll decide he needs new suckers. <laughs> Challengers. Maybe he'll take a quick peek at your browser history, see where the impressionable, curious minds are hanging out these days. Maybe he'll even write a quick tutorial in modern parlance, rather than some inscrutable, obsolete demon demonological text. 
post it on the internet and see how many bites he gets. He's now saying that the devil might write something like this so that he can get more people. <laughs> Maybe I really shouldn't have gone there, but if you've made it this far without shying, a little twist at the end isn't going to put you off, is it, dear reader? I'm sure there are plenty of intrepid adventurers among you with the burning question you'd like answered, and you're all a smart bunch. You know the pitfalls, you know the conventions, you live and breathe this sort of thing, do you not? There's no way you fall into any of the obvious traps, right? You're not some dicker Jane off the street, after all. You'd be bringing a whole new level of competition. You would. Oh, excuse me just a moment. I think I hear someone calling for me. What? You want out that badly already? Must have been one hell of imagination you've got on you. Perfect. That was fucking beautiful. So anyway, that was a deal with the devil. So that was deal making, with the making devil. a deal with the devil. I don't think I would do any of that. No, I mean, <laughs> just to, just to say, I think uh, I think a lot of that sounded like. What bullshit. about if you woke up in a cot next to the room that they were doing it in, and when you woke up, all you had next to you on a nightstand was fucking a uh, thing of salt, like that girl getting her pants pulled down. Oh wait, no, that's sunscreen. The girl, <laughs> the girl with the umbrella. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I've actually, uh, believe it or not, I think I checked into a hotel at some point. Um, and they had salt. And in there it. was yeah, there was just plain sea salt just chilling on the, uh, on like the motel like dresser, and I was like, yo, someone's summoning demons in here. That's all right. That was the end of the six 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 devil special. Here with we did Space at Cowboy. Seven and a half. I, I don't know, man. It's just this sixty-six special. Yeah, we probably we probably no. We were we were doing we were doing drugs. We were doing drugs at six o'clock. Um, we were prepping. Yeah. So do you want to do more drugs? This was shit, yes. man. Yeah. This was this was lots of pasta. I hope everyone enjoyed. Oh. And you know, if you if you find yourself at a crossroads in the middle of the night. And some attractive person walks up to you. I don't know if man or woman don't care the preference. Or not attractive, um, just so. No, they very specifically said they that the said devil attractive. chooses attractive people. He wants to appear better than oh, you. Oh, then beware. Attractive like, to you, to I'm your specifications. I'm saying you in Hazleton, PA, walk down oh, if to you. Yeah. If you're talking walk. to people in Hazleton, you need to be a lot more clear. Like, you need to be very specific and like very clear. I'm just clear. saying you find yourself outside at 3.33 a.m. and you meet someone at that crossroads. Don't you dare make a deal with that person. I don't care if you're picking up drugs. I don't want you to make a single deal with that person because they must shut. They, they, they might they must just. Should. They, they might, might just. They might just be the devil. They mm. might just be the devil. Oh, they might. No. Anything you want to say before I close out the episode? Um, they might just be the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. They might just be the devil.